Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What the fuck? What was that? <laughs> It's like you always fell out of your seat <laughs> trying to point. I don't know my own strength in this arm. Let me tell you. What about my entire body? Hey, Nancy Vassar. I might giggle, yeah. but he gets tickled. And a shout out to Nancy Vassar, man. <laughs> Who doesn't like laughing. No. I've heard. <laughs> None of that. Yeah, I don't know. We got nothing. <laughs> so what's up out there, y'all? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pastor Hank oh. uh, from Marion Baptist Church. I'm the pastor around this joint. And um, <laughs> hey, and, and here's a great truth. And I do love this fact. When this drops, it'll be the week heading into my one, my one, my 21st year anniversary. <laughs> 100th year. Yeah. I was going to say my first. I'm like, <laughs> it's been a long year. <laughs> my, yeah. It'll be my 21st year at Marion oh. Baptist Church. Awesome. Wow. Woo. <laughs> That is crazy thought. And I feel like I'm just hitting my stride. Yeah. I'll be being serious. They say the first 20, 20 or practice. Yeah. You really get into <laughs> You know, they, they say, though, in, in pastoral circles, they say you're never really the pastor of a church until you've been there like seven years. Mm. And most people, most pastors don't last that long no. in church. So most, and I've heard them say most pastors are not really mm. pastors. They're mm. chaplains. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because people don't trust you until you get to that right. point. Yeah. Right. yeah, they don't. They don't really think you care, and they don't. They don't trust you until you get to that. You gotta point. have that time to go through so some things together. Keep that in mind when you pass your church. So these guys, yeah, these guys that move like every two, right. three years, they're not really pastoring a church. They're maintaining it or just being a chapel. They haven't built that relationship yeah. yet. Yep. You know, um, the crazy thing is, um, so I'm at a point now. These um, young people that were just came in that I had the privilege of. of First off, I met them when they were very young. Some babies had the privilege of leading them to the Lord, and now some of them are getting married mm. and stuff like that. So now I'm like, that's crazy thoughts, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's great time. So you hear her over there, hey, uh, hey. my home slice over there, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Um, she's um, uh, my bud, and <laughs> over there on the mic, um, DJ Dan, the jelly bean man. <laughs> Now that sounds like I just eat jelly beans a lot, which I've I mean, actually never seen you eat a jelly bean. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of my jelly bean eating, so it's been called out now. What's your favorite kind? Uh, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> like popcorn flavor, not just like I don't think popcorn falls under the jelly bean uh, category. I think we're gonna move on I after think that. I wasn't uh, expecting that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking like Skittles or nope. the old timey one. No, nope. Jelly Belly, uh, Jelly butter popcorn. Jelly Belly, bot butter popcorn. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they make it taste just like butter popcorn, but they do. I don't think I've ever had that, <laughs> but now I shall be on a search for it. <laughs> yes. When do we eat jelly beans? Huh? What is that? An Easter food? Yes. Unless you just like candy and you eat it in any Well, time. it just so happens in my handy-dandy little drawer here. <laughs> <laughs> he has some jelly beans. I think they were given to me about five say. years ago. <laughs> they, they, I really like the aged ones. That's that's kind of my thing. <laughs> aged to perfection. I have no clue how we got on, other than I called you jelly <laughs> that's bean. That's right. That's You're what my, it was. my buddy, my jelly bean. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, hey, so we're in Philippians chapter three. And um, just behind the scenes, I, you know, I'm just brutally honest, probably to a fault about <laughs> something. So we've taped a few ahead, not like we did last summer, thanks no. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just one ahead. And so now we're all sitting here going, exactly where did we stop last week <laughs> talking about it? Because, hey, it's going to be like um, Cracker Jack tomorrow morning when it drops. That's right. Popcorn, peanuts, and a prize, baby. <laughs> Because we can't remember what we did either. We just know where we were, but we're gonna we're gonna forge ahead. We knew we wanted to finish up this talk. Mm-hmm. Well, two of us did. One, <laughs> the one that says she don't laugh. <laughs> who's currently laughing? Yeah, who's currently laughing? Um, didn't seem to want to, but we're gonna- I never said I didn't laugh. I said I don't get tickled like Hank and lose control of my laughter. <laughs> yeah. So we're in Philippians chapter three, and um, so our citizenship being heaven, and and I did want to come back to this, and because I I love talking about heaven. Number one, Mm. um, I I I don't understand. I don't get believers. I'm just being honest. Little little personal side here. The views now said by Hank Meadows in no way, shape, form, (laughs) totally of what Mosaic American thinks, but it is solely the views of Hank Meadows. I don't understand people that call themselves believers and Christians and don't want to talk about heaven or go to heaven. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a hurry. I told you guys, when I was first called to the ministry, I had um, a lady ask me, and we somehow got on the topic of the the imminent coming of Jesus. And she said, well, I hope you don't come soon. I just don't get that thought. mm -mm. Why accept this when you could have... So much better. I mean, well, here's the reason: because we put so much stock into the this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. If heaven ain't better than this, y'all. Right. I'm on a one man campaign to use the word "ain't" a lot. (laughs) I used it in sermon yesterday. Yep. And um, but if heaven's not better than this. What? Yeah. What the world, man? Right. I mean, and it it explains though the the lack of excitement about you know we don't we don't just say okay now we're in heaven we start worshiping God. What we're doing now is preparation for mm-hmm. being yeah. you know yeah. there. And so if you're not excited about that, then you're not going. There's going to be no excitement on this side of it either. All right, here we go. <laughs> What do you think? And this is just the Bible doesn't tell us. Mm-hmm. But I, I want I want your thoughts. What do you think heaven's gonna be like? What what are we gonna do? What what's gonna happen? And I'm I'm talking about when we get out to eternity. Mm-hmm. Let your minds just go there for a minute. And this is just us. Um and actually, no, I'm not biding time. We got plenty of <laughs> you know me. But I want to know what do you think? I mean, we get so caught up in well, first off, if you think worship is boring, you've never been in a worship mm-hmm. service. Right. A worship service. Mm-hmm. Right. So have, having that thought, and I don't care which one goes first. 
She's cutting. It. it is so funny. Really? This, is, this is when we need cameras. They're both cutting their eyes at the other one. Yeah, just see, it's just like whack a mole. I see Mona pop up over the board. Well, I, can't, and like, I can't see you. you. With her eyes. Yeah. Like she's side eye. And you may like, it's a, Dan Amos. We, we try to use, we both try to use our teacher look to force the other one to do what we want. And she's got me beat, I think. No. Um, well, she's, she's gone the scripture. I don't know what you're doing there, buddy. <laughs> Good grief. You go first. I got something came up. Keep I got. going. Keep going. No, um, keep going. No, it's just, it, it's the idea of what you said, that, that for once, everything that we do, I would say from sun up to sundown, but there is no sun up to sundown. Yeah, it's just it's sun. Just sun up. <laughs> yeah, ta-da, um, is worship. And so where on this side of eternity, you know, that's, that's meant to be the case here, where our work is worship. Our, you know, I, I, it's so funny. Um, I don't know if it was you or if it was before we came to Mary and someone once said, you know, look, you can worship while you're washing the dishes. You know, you, you praise music, you have scripture, you can recite. And it's weird. I always have worship music going while I'm doing the dishes now. And I'm like, I'm not angry about doing the dishes anymore. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like Maybe waking up that. being like, can I do dishes? But at the yeah. same time, you know, it really changes your outlook. And so I think... You know, this idea of just sitting on clouds, playing a harp, looking off into the distance or I something. got a problem. I don't know how to play a harp. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it just, there's nothing to back it up. And nothing. so we're going to have, we're going to have uh, roles. I don't want to say jobs, but I feel like we're going to have roles. But whatever it is, it'll be worship. And well, he said we're going to rule and reign with him. Yeah. I told y'all. I'm going to be ruling over Buzz's Roost. Population one, <laughs> me. And it'll still get a little unruly. Every once in a while. But the, uh, no, you know, secretly, I'm hoping for flight. I'm just, I'm saying, it sounds kind of cool. Um, but, I'm going to give you something better than flight. I honestly think that you're going to be able to think stuff and beat. Yeah. I mean, it's, some people like, are you told me like Star Trek? No better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do think that, and I think scripture can back that up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I mean, that worship is the thing that came to my mind and, and, um, you know, cause the things that are said in chapter 21 are talk about that, um, the dwelling place of God is with man in verse three, um, and that we are just going to be with him. Mm-hmm. And, um, when it talks about, I love this one. It talks about the new Jerusalem, the new city that comes down and they measure it. And when it's measured, it's measured as a cube. Its length and width and height are equal. And the thing that was a cube from the very beginning was the Holy of Holies and the tabernacle. Mm. And so this city that we will be, we will be in the Holy of Holies. Mm. And, and what took place in the Holy of Holies was the worship of God. And so, um, I just love that thought, and and I think that you're right, and that that's what we're going to be doing. And so you're absolutely right. And I think we sort of hit on it last week, but I and I wanted to talk. I do remember thinking about it more, but that if we are bored with worship now, if we don't get excited about worship now, how are we going to be excited about it when we're in heaven with Jesus? I think that. Well. I mean, it'll be different because we'll have. I was going to answer yes, that. It'll be different. Yes, I mean, we'll have we'll be have our new bodies and we'll have, but 
I think there is a bit of preparation for us for now. That's what a worship service Mm -hmm. is. Number one, your presence at church is a sermon in itself to all. Mm. Everybody that drives up and down this road, when they see our cars, they understand that we're worshiping Mm -hmm. Jesus. We're at church. So that's a sermon. Mm -hmm. But in the Holy of Holies, you hit it. They worked in the Holy of Holies. though. So I do believe there are going to be jobs Mm. and things that we do. It's not going to be we're just in this elongated singing, worshipy service type deal for all eternity because we have to let quit using just our finite minds. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everything literally you do in heaven will be worship of Jesus. Right. It's great. And, and you hit on something that I would kind of been trying to, to figure out how to say and that that's perfect. I think one of the biggest challenges we have when thinking about heaven is, is that uh, – our finite minds, we, you know, when yeah. we're there, it'll be perfection. I, right. <laughs> it's kind of a, a silly thought, but Moni, you know, we we've we've uh, been on the the praise and worship team together. Sometimes things just don't work out well. Oh, you should have um, been here. But the the yeah. idea of getting of of just standing up and starting to sing and it being just perfect. Not only you know, obviously, I would like to hit some right notes once in a while, yeah. but. Um, but also walk in my shoes, buddy. I don't hardly <laughs> ever hit them. So I mean, but also having you know, there's those times where where you're you're praising, but your heart is still being tugged by whatever happened that morning or something. All of that'll be gone. Yes, and you'll be of one mind and heart with everyone else there, sharing a common purpose. It, it, it's exciting, but at the same time, you can't really fathom it because we can't compare it to anything here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so here's what I want you guys to do out there. I'm really going to challenge you now. I really want you to do this. I want you to email us what you think, just some thoughts um, of what you think heaven's going to be like. Just, I mean, there's, I mean, unless you say some obviously wrong stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, who knows? Because scripture's silent mm-hmm. yep. on that part of it. I mean, we can get some clues, but scripture's silent. So, um, you know, Randy Alcorn, he says that he thinks out in eternity, God's going to bring back your favorite pet. Mm. He says, and he has, and he says that I have no scriptural basis for this. He says, but wouldn't it be like our heavenly Savior mm-hmm. to, give, to you give you that gift, this gift for to all take pleasure time. in pleasing you? Yeah, yeah to just yeah. be like, hey man, this is something for you. Yeah. Can you imagine my man Jake in heaven? <laughs> oh, Jake, <laughs> that's but, my old good. But you know a good point. Like so many people, are like, well, what? Is, I don't know, but I promise you, it's good. It's better than you can imagine. Oh. I go back to eyes not seen, ears not heard, yeah. mind able to comprehend. That principle is there, buddy. So, I, so I'm good with trusting the details up to him. He's got. Oh yeah, I don't want to. I want on that committee to begin with, yeah. and I don't want to be on it now because what I would have would not be good enough. Right, right. So, having said all that, it, it does take us back to our passage in Philippians <laughs> chapter three. Um, go ahead, Mona. Would you just read verse twenty? Yeah, twenty and twenty-one, please. Sure, Philippians three twenty and twenty-one. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. I just got to say before you pray, I love Scripture. Mm -hmm. I love, and you ought to do this, guys. When you hear Scripture differently, Mm -hmm in different modes mm-hmm. that 
you pick up on different things. Mm -hmm. So most time we think we're just reading it and you're reading it silently. It sounds like this when you're reading it to yourself. <laughs> well, take out Mona laughing. There you go, Nancy. Well, we can't have dead air. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's silence. Right. So there are times when I will read a passage mm -hmm. when I'm really struggling to wrap my mm -hmm. mind. I will read it out loud. So you'll catch me at times. You might walk in and, and I'll be talking out loud and I'm walking around as, as if we needed to know this. When you hit this, mm -hmm. but our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await a Savior. Yes. That's just another statement of where Jesus is right mm -hmm. now. From it, heaven is where Jesus we await. He's chilling in heaven. I don't know. Maybe didn't do nothing for you. You're sort of well, looking at me like I'm stupid. I am looking because I was thinking that it was talking about a different was talking that I thought that it referred back to the citizenship from our citizenship. We await for Jesus. I think it refers to both. Okay. Because it's where Jesus is. Right. No. And he's the one that gives right, us our absolutely. citizenship. Yes. So I think it has that dual meaning. Yes. But that's why it, I was looking the, at you. The point is the citizenship or yeah. Jesus. But I mean, I, I to me. Right. You can get it both, both. from right there. Right, yeah, absolutely. Because but that's why I was looking at you like that. Okay, she was looking that at me was like thought. I was an idiot. Because I was think that's what I was thinking. I was thinking through it. And from it, the the heaven. To, oh, we, what what do you keep looking at the time for, brother? Just checking, just checking. We we should have like I don't know, eighteen <laughs> minutes left. Close. Yep. Pray, Dan. All right, <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for this time that that we can spend in your word, and we we thank you for the fact that. That at one point we will become like you, and when we become completely like you, then we are perfect. And and we just ask that that as we read this, that we grow closer to you, and that process begins now. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the chance to share it with others. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hey, <laughs> greetings. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to transform. And, and I, so I looked up, y'all, this word transform. And what did it mean? What was the derivative of it? Where did it come from? I don't remember. <laughs> to fashion. To fashion. There you go. Dan was listening. So here here it is. It's, so that word transform there in the King James, it means to change. So he's going to. Oh. Mm. Before I formed you, before, I, mm. before you were born, I formed you in the womb. means I, I formed you, like I fashioned you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it goes, it's really a picture of Jeremiah 18, in the in the 18, in the potter's house. Yeah. He said, talking about the nation of Israel, and he's talking about a nation, but it, you can be, the principle cannot be applied, I don't care what you say, to an individual, <laughs> like making pottery. He forms us in the womb. Mm. He transforms us into a new creation. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he forms us again and fashions us for heaven. He always takes care of everything we need. Right. That's right. And I love that word because you never like if I'm throwing a salad together and I got two minutes, I'm not gonna be like, I fashioned this salad. <laughs> no. It 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 draws attention to the care and the intentionalness yeah. of what he's yeah. doing. And so look, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm I'm in perfect form right now. It may be hard to believe, but I'm not. But you are like you are because God made you. Exactly. So, you that way. so for somebody like me, this is this is a truth I've held on for for years and years. 
when you struggle with confidence and you struggle with self-worth and things like that, don't turn to somebody else to decide oh, whether Jesus you're does. worth something. Right. Look at it. God took care to create you the way he did. Now, you may not be living up to that potential at this point, and you're not fully until you're on the other side of eternity, but his intention for you is carefully crafted. I, I think one of the greatest statements I think I've ever said that I think impacted more people was I preached a few weeks. I preached it in Brazil, and I pre and th- in Brazil they went crazy. Mm-hmm. When I mean, when I say crazy, they got to clapping and hollering. Mm-hmm. You are so special, right? Mm-hmm. And when the reason you are like you are is because heaven said, mm-hmm. "I need one just like this." Yep. Right. And so think about that. That that is. Our lowly bodies. Oh, mm. yeah. And oh, when, yeah. And, and, <laughs> up top, up top. And when we get to heaven, we will um, be, to we will be transformed to be like his glorious body. We get the privilege. So, seriously. <laughs> so we think about, and we need, we need that good grasp on um, Jesus' forming us and knowing us and saying, as you have said in your sermon, saying, looking down and saying, I need this, I need one of you Mm -hmm. here on earth. And we need a good grasp on that. But then we need to be reminded that that's just our lowly body here on earth. And someday we'll be in heaven and have that glorious body. So here's the question. How do we get that body? I got the answer. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Mona knows the answer. Well, I really. <laughs> My brain was over here moving a foot an hour. Go for it. Remember I talked about it the other night, other Wednesday night. Doesn't that play right into this? It's what why well, I just had a, a spasm. That's when I also need it, when I have my spasm. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to transform us. Listen to these verses. I want to give you a couple verses really quickly, and then you guys tell me what... what obviously, First John. <laughs> Hello. First John chapter 3. Listen to this. And listen to the wording of this. This is what just is powerful. First John chapter 3. I'm going to start at verse 1. See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God. Number one, <laughs> just to be called the children of God, it points to the love that he has mm-hmm. for us. Right. I can't stop. I can't stop. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. Yes. Yes. But we know that when he appears. Yes. We shall be like him. Yeah. Yep. What's that based on? Listen, but he fit. I'm, I'm going to answer it. All right. So what, <laughs> some people may be going, now back me up. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. Now I know we're talking about our citizenship is heaven. We get to heaven. It doesn't matter. I don't believe it matters whether you're going to get your glorious body, uh, rapture, bodies, when all me in heaven. It, right. it doesn't matter. You're going to have the glorious body. Listen to what it says. So we will be like him mm-hmm. because. We shall see him as he is. Mm. Do you get that? I didn't really get it. There's something about our eyes seeing him Mm. that transforms us. Isn't that what it's saying? Or am I not getting it right? When we see him, because we see him like he is, and it's as if that, 
will form back in <laughs> eyeballs yeah. and transform us. Mm-hmm. But that ain't the only one. Mm-hmm. Let me take you also to 1 Corinthians. Before I forget while you're turning, yeah. it also, I feel like, points to the fact that we have an incomplete picture of who he is, no matter oh, how uh, yeah, hard we uh, try oh. on this oh, side. Oh, you, you, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know, yeah, go ahead. 1 Corinthians yeah. 13, you know, that's the passage on, on love. Mm-hmm. You know, love, hopes, endures right. all of that. Right. right. And he says, um, listen, yep. for now, this is 1 Corinthians 13, 12, for now we see in a mirror dimly, yep. Yep. but then face to face. Yep. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, mm-hmm. even as I am fully known. Yes. Yep. Do, do you get the process? Mm-hmm. So I see him. Can you imagine that moment? No. When you get to lay eyes on the one who bought yourself, who literally mm-hmm. waited through the pit of hell, yes. through all your sins, past, present, and future, yep. mm-hmm. and wrapped his arms around you and said, I'll pay for this one. Yes. And that'll be, I, I think that'll be the first time we truly understand what he did for us and, and how ugly our sin is. And how, Oh, yeah, you, you don't know. get it now. Even, those, right. even, the, even the ones that you know do get it. Right. In right. a sense. You don't get it. Not the full extent. I know right. you're probably going, what, Hank? <laughs> you just said those that get it, but then they don't. No, there's some I think that do have clip, and it, why is it? I also say this: when you walk closer, yes, you see clearer. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so those people, if you get a, a, a okay, I'm gonna make a statement. <laughs> when you have a believer that says, "You know, I'm not so bad," that tells you they're walking at a guilty yeah. distance. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're in that dark and they don't see, they, they, they don't see clearly. Yeah, they don't see clearly. But when you get up close mm-hmm. and you begin to see, I think you're going to withdraw. Yeah. You want to withdraw. Yeah. But have you guys ever just stopped to think about the fact that Jesus did that and he waded through here, him who knew no sin? Yes. Mm-hmm. He made sin. Yeah. Now, not as if he sinned, but he just put it on his back. Right. Mm-hmm. So that we can become the righteousness of God. If that don't bring you to the verge of tears mm-hmm. every time you read it, right. you got a problem. And fully aware of who you are. You know, he, he didn't do fully it ignorant aware. of your sin. Yeah, fully aware. And that's the reason it's so important. Fully aware. All right, I'm paying. Well, all of our sins were in the future at that point. Mm-hmm. But the moment of salvation, you get to get saved and he paid your sin debt for what you sinned. But he paid for the ones that he knows you're going to commit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we see him. We'll be like him. Mm-hmm. That's crazy good. Yep. yep. So what's our glorious body going to be like? Here's the best answer I can give. I don't really know. <laughs> and I'm going to make, here's another one of my famous things. And I don't really give a real. <laughs> because I'm going to be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's not going to be our lowly body. It's yeah. not going to be what we, the the things that we struggle with and deal with here or, or even our limitations. We talk a lot about, you know, in our our minds are limited because we have finite minds. And, and I didn't even get to the word power yet, bro. <laughs> Dan's over going three minutes. <laughs> but, and so, I, now I don't know what I was saying. But that's, so that's. What, it's a glorious body. Yes. And so, right. You're talking about limitations. I'm sorry. No, Dan it's okay. It. I know. I know. You're talking about our limitations yeah. and, and all that. Right. I mean, uh, 
going to get personal for a minute. You get to live without diabetes, bro. Mm-hmm. Yes. No more no more eye injections. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. I get to live without this gluten intolerance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. No more pain. No more pain. Yeah. Yep. Exhaustion. I'm about to cry. Mm. So that so you I'll bring it around that because we only have three more minutes, but you had said, How does he do it? And it says, so Everything that you said is true, but he said it says right here too, by the power. So now you can get into that power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. What kind of power must it be if the Bible said the Bible says when we see him we'll be like right, him? Right, just by seeing. Um, he didn't even have to speak, which we know he don't. Remember with uh, one of those Roman dudes that came to see him and he goes, "Just going back, your your daughter's healed." Right. Yep. And and you know the Bible says and he went and talked to his servants and it was at it was that at very moment, moment yep. mm-hmm. that she was healed. I just I go back to that song. Oh, what a savior! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know you guys if y'all know Jesus out there that mm-hmm. are listening, but if you don't, come to know him. Okay. All right, big thought. The thing that I keep thinking about, and I don't know how valid it is, but I keep thinking that because we're striving to get to heaven, that should be, our mind should be set on heaven, set your mind on heavenly things and not on earthly things. And so as we do that, then we know that when we get to heaven, we will have that final, um, complete, we will see him and be like him. But what we ought to strive for now is to see him and be like him as much as we are able to here on earth. Oh, all right. Um, There was a period there. It is (laughs) (laughs) the, uh, no. And and I promise before I get started, I'm not getting political here, but I want to, I want to hit on something, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, being citizens of heaven and, and not letting, you know, we were talking about the care that God puts into, to creating, each and, and every one of us. Look, you know, so many of these alternative lifestyles and questions about identity and all this stuff is rooted in one thing and one thing alone, and that's the fact that you have allowed something finite to decide who you are or to question who God intends you to be. That person, it, and it, I don't, look, it's just, again, this is Dan Amos's uh, <laughs> thought solely and not that Mosaic Married. Every time you look at people who are living these quote-unquote alternative lifestyles, it leads back to someone making them feel like they weren't good enough as they were created. Mm. Mm. That person that made them feel that way will die. Don't give them eternal power. Mm. Let yeah. your eternal identity rest in, I mean, I'll, I'll read it again. By the power that enables him to even subject all things to himself, that is limitless power. Let that be what determines your identity, not someone who's going to pass away and has no power after that. Yeah, that's a good, good word, word, bro. Yeah. Mosaic Marion, fully sports. <laughs> what just said. So here, here's my big thought. This not the end. Mm. Praise God. There is something far better. Yep. I think about Hebrews chapter 11 man and and as as abraham and them were i'm just gonna let the bible speak and then i'm gonna pray Mm. um let me find it real quick um 
These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on earth. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. Mm -hmm. But as it is, they desire a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. Yes. Yep. We're just pilgrims, y'all. Right. Yep. It's all we are. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we await a city and we await a Savior. Because you're the one who unlocks the door and the key, Father. God, be with us and always help our eyes to be focused and set upon you. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Be going on 21 big years, baby. <laughs> Woo! And um, got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got my man over there, Jelly Bean. Yep, yep. All right, y'all. Later. Bye, y'all.